Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, and life in a northern town. Feel free to leave comments on the show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com and let's keep the conversation going online. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. This podcast is about did I really do that? Not to be confused with did I do that as a catchphrase from an old television show, Family Matters. And I remember Urkel saying, did I do that quite often? But no, this is did I really do that? Um, I've been sorting my craft fabric area. Now, I just want to explain a little bit because it can get confusing. I sew on my dining room table. I live in a very old farmhouse with an unusual floor plan compared to modern day living. Um, Off the dining room is a staircase that goes upstairs and a little tiny bedroom that was the original kitchen to the house. Then, you know, at some point they added on to the back of the house with a new kitchen and required bathroom that was never part of the home. So this little tiny kitchen area was converted because it has, you know, a space for the old chimney in there. Um, It is drywalled in, but each wall is very tiny, about the length of a standard sized twin bed. So that room is very small, too small for the long arm. That's upstairs in my bedroom. And off that dining room space is perfect for me when I'm healthy. It's 20 steps from my sewing space at the dining room table across to the ironing board in that little room. In that little room, which I call my creative space, I can't really call it a studio, I guess. I don't know why. My design wall is in there. There's a tool bench in there. There's an old corner desk that kind of turns into a dumping ground catch-all. But I decided this month, instead of getting too carried away with making things, I lost some projects. And I've been taking a few pictures and I realized this is a little messy, even for a messy creative person like me. So I went through um, all of my stuff in the little desk. I threw a lot of old things away that I'm not, you know, just papers and things that I don't even know why I saved. And that's why I said, did I really do that? Did I really save this snip of paper? Did I really save this old newspaper? Now I have old magazines, but there's reasons I've saved them. The books that I use are in that little desk area. There are other books that I have that are out on the front porch, which led me to my little cube storage system from Ikea. And I was going through all of the fabric. I have gone through every drawer and I bagged up two kitchen garbage bags of nothing but crumb size pieces. No yardage, no, not even a fat quarter, just crumbs. And again, I asked myself, did I really do that? I can't believe I saved these 10-year-old pieces of calico and they're wadded up at the bottom of the bins and they're in horrible shape and oh, 
felt good to get rid of them. I also sorted through my yarn, which I don't have a lot, and I put it into a little tote. And I went through my coloring books and pens. Now I need to go through some of the other stacks of paper that are patterns and pattern pieces I've printed off. But I'm going to go through it slowly. I have a couple filing boxes in there. And it's not done. But it is a far cry better from what it was. I can at least walk in there and not feel like the room is going to explode. The other room of the house that's off of another room is a little bedroom is off the living room. And that is where all of our musical instruments are. And it's not in bad shape, but it's also where all our paper goes. So I had to tame the paper beast. So I've been working on that too. I need to go through the filing cabinet because it's full and purge some of the old, old documents so I can make room for some of the newer. I mean, believe it or not, I still get a lot of paper, even though everything is electronic these days. It just floors me that I still get paper that I need to save. So that's what I've been up to. I did some quilting though, and I'm excited because I finished at least two of my own quilt tops and a third one is going to go on the frame in addition to doing a couple of other either charity or customer quilts. I still have a couple of customer quilts to do and a charity quilt and some family members quilts but it, I'm not behind. Um, I was feeling really overwhelmed at the beginning of the month and that was when I kind of rediscovered a podcast and a author that I really like. It's Gretchen Rubin. And you've heard me talk about this book in the past, but it was called The Happiness Project. And I really, 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 can I say really liked that book. Um, it's, it's all about happiness and choosing happiness and what encourages people to be happy. She's also written books on habits, but it, I love that book. And one of her um, big pushes is that the clutter in our lives really affects our happiness and the cluttered feeling inside of us and then causes stress and anxiety. She has lots of ways that she does a lot of uh, couplets on um, in short phrases about these things. But she does a podcast the happy cast, I believe it's called. And I'll link that in the show notes. But she wrote a new book called The Four Tendencies. And I looked up her podcast again, because it's been a couple years since I've listened to it. And I'm just delighted to know that her sister is also on the show. And they have um, a short guest segment. And it's mostly chatting, which I like. And The Four Tendencies is about um, personality types. And I'm kind of a geek for that kind of stuff. And I really like it. Um, there's a little quiz you can take to find out what type of a tendency you are regarding how you are motivated to do things. So I'm an odd person. Yeah, I, you knew that, right? Um, and, I'm kind of in a small percentage, which is the upholder. The upholder has um, evidently the ability to respond to both expectations that are internal and external. So maybe that's why my little bit of a mess, which is pretty big mess compared to some people's standards, um, bothered me. And it didn't bother me until it reached the point that it was stressing me 
on an internal level. But externally, I bring quilt customers into this house and they see my mess and, you know, I got to get it cleaned up. Um, but there are three other tendencies. One is the obligers. Those are people who are people persons and they are motivated by external um, and they avoid the internal. There's the rebels who only do internal and not external. And there's the questioners who are internal. I got some of that wrong, I think. Anyway, read the book. Take your online quiz if that kind of stuff um, piques your interest. I'm always into self-help books and um, human behavior. It's just it's fascinating to me. And what's really fascinating is that when uh, my husband also took the quiz and he's also up an upholder. So I'm thinking we're a very rare marriage that two upholders are married and have been married for 32 years. And my friends are all different. Um, and what's amazing to me is that quilters, my quilting friends and creative friends, all are different personality types but we all have common ground and get together and get along so well, even though we're not all the same personalities, which of course we knew that's why everyone gets along, right? Because not everybody's the same. So Gretchen Rubin's um, happiness project, I revisited some of her um, ideas and refreshed my memory via her website and listening to some of her podcasts. And you know, her new book is actually really good. She is, a funny, funny um, person on her podcast because she's <laughs> she's pretty stoic, but she cracks off some pretty dry sense of humor, which I really love. And her sister is a complete hoot. Did I really do that? Yeah, I really let my house and sewing room go. And it tends to be like that over the winter. I don't know what it is. I, I, I tend to, messes don't bother me in the winter months. And I think it's kind of a hibernating thing. It's cold and I ache and um, working is, you know, just do living life in a cold environment with lots of snow it makes you tired. And I spent a lot more time on being quiet in the evenings and doing handwork. But now that we have a breath of spring, um, the snow from last couple weeks is going away. Today is another fabulously sunny day, melting off, you know, what snow we did get. I've seen squirrels in our yard. Um, skunks are out and about, which is sure sign of spring around here. We're waiting for the migratory birds to come. I've seen a couple. So did I really do that? It's also a theme because... I've been going through my old quilts while I've been sorting things in my room, uh, my sewing room. And I also have a storage space on an enclosed front porch on my hundred year old home. I have a, it was enclosed and you know that the originally that the porch was open, but it's not really insulated well. So, but there's a heating and cooling system out there, but it's too hot in the summer and too cold in the winter to use it for the reading space and meditation space that I thought it could be used for. Um, the sun is, is southerly facing, so the sun just bleaches everything out there if you aren't careful. So everything is in totes and they're covered so that no fabrics will be damaged. I have an old... Um, curved back couch with wood trim it, it's a reproduction it's probably from mid-century or so 
but it's all full of my quilts out there as well as uh, some books and patterns and things like that. I rediscovered a few because I wanted to photograph a couple of quilts that I made a couple years ago and now I want to write up the patterns for it. I was going through the bin and I remembered making every single quilt that is finished and I was going through my quilt tops and I found a couple that I knew I had worked on the blocks but I forgot that I finished the top and I'm going to give you a sidebar note here because you know some days your memory just when you get to be at a certain time in life isn't as good as it used to be. I was ripping apart all of my orphan block bins a couple weeks ago looking for a block that I pieced an improvisationally pieced block with the Modern Marks fabric and I thought it'd be a great sample for the improv class that I taught and we'll talk about that in a little bit. I couldn't find it anywhere. I was just so disappointed. It was one of my favorite little pieces. And when I went through my tops today, the one that I'm loading on the frame, lo and behold, pieced into that quilt was that block. And I'm like, did I really do that? I wasted so much time looking for that block. And I put it in the quilt that I meant for it to be put in. I swear, there are days if my head weren't attached, you know. I found another one that was uh, last year's Pat Sloan Mystery. I remember doing all the blocks, but I didn't remember putting it together. I found a um, box that had all kinds of leftover pieces and scrappy pieces from of the fabric and I thought it was still full of all the blocks no no that was had a couple of blocks that didn't fit in the quilt and the scraps and yep that top was in there too oh my gosh I'm telling you so if you have any good advice for memory I'm getting excellent sleep I've been to my doctor yeah I do have a few health problems that's probably part of it and um exercising you know when I can and yeah blah, blah, you know what do you say it's just one of those things about being at my current age the memory is not as sharp as it was when I was in my 20s so <laughs> I was going through the quilts on the front porch now our sidebar story is over and I started looking at the quilting and I thought you know some of this is really pretty good. Why do I always cut myself down on my free motion quilting? One of the quilts that I got really looking at the quilting on was, it's called Fusion 412. And it was in um, Grand Rapids Quilt Show. And I'm telling you what, I packed that away because I thought, it was nothing to compare. You know, I felt really defeated after the show because it, it didn't compare to the winners at all. Not that I ever thought that I would win, but I just was like, no, there's just, I don't even know why they picked it. I was feeling really negative about the whole thing, but it's really and truly one of my favorite quilts that I've ever designed and made and I am hoping other people like it too because that's the pattern I'm working on 
And I was looking at the stitching and I'm like, man, the pebbling on this. And it was done in a graffiti style, collage style. And it, there was a method to how I did it. And man, some of it was really good. Here's a couple Captain um, Stupid moments. Um, that's what I call it. <laughs> you know, the, the genius next to stupidity, I guess. You know, like, oh, those pebbles look great. I think they look genius next to a couple really stupid bobbles. But it looks so... I don't know. I didn't really think that I did that. Did I really do that? Yeah, I did. It was keep sorting and I'm like oh here's a quilt that I made it was left over of all the six inch blocks that didn't fit into my Civil War diary quilt and the few farmers wife um, blocks that I made and if you've all listened to me before you've heard me complaining about the farmer's wife is a difficult quilt for me the book is all templates and that's just not how I roll I don't hand piece anymore because of arthritis in my hands and I Put that quilt together with chubby frames of high contrasting. One frame around the block is dark and the next one is light. And they're really quite contemporary fabrics. Next to these very traditional but not so traditional fabrics. But the blocks are traditional. All of them are very traditional. And I custom quilted this whole quilt. It was an experiment. I'd never done anything that small and that detailed and I kept looking at it I'm like man I did the little feather fans in the corners of these six and a half inch blocks and some really cute doodles and squiggles and flowers and I don't know lots of swirls and curls and floral things in that and leaves and I'm like wow I really did that I'm so proud of it it didn't go to a show or anything doesn't matter it was an experiment and we I put that on our guest bed this winter just to change it out and it looks great this winter got pretty cold in our living room so I pulled out another quilt I haven't seen in a while and it's a granny square pattern a quilt pattern it was a free pattern a few years ago and everybody made one I had a beautiful contemporary kit with some different um colors in it that are probably a little more traditional but absolutely love it because it's full of surprises and I quilted that again in continuous curve with the center of each block with a custom tiny motif and some of them on there as I'm snuggled under it you know keeping from being incredibly cold where today I'm incredibly hot um, and it's not that different in this house but I'm looking at it and I'm thinking did I really do that I remember doing it. I remember struggling and that it took me forever and that was sweating that it wasn't going to look good. And in fact, one section I tried a different um, pattern and I remember Angela Walter saying, if you don't like it, just change it. So I did. Doesn't matter. I love that quilt. Did I really do that? And then I can just tell you, I did. Now, I'm going to say currently... There are days I do things and you can't do anything right. And that's normal. And I'll say, did I really do that on that quilt? You know, my quilts when I'm doing experiments, I don't take as many high risk um, types of things on my customer quilts that I'm long arming. 
uh, piecing, you know, did I really do that? I just sewed the wrong side to the wrong side. Now it's backwards or the wrong side of the fabric's up, you know, and then I, I think, why is it, I know it's human nature. Why is it that I remember all of those things and then like get really perpetuating that in my brain about, oh, you did this and it wasn't perfect and you made a mistake and, and don't focus on the beauty of the things that I have made. So revisiting some of my old quilts and sorting through my fabric has been very therapeutic over the last couple of weeks. It's been very freeing. And I'll have to say, I really did that. In the show notes, I will link to a couple of the quilts that I mentioned. Um, you know, I never did get a phenomenally good picture of Fusion 412. And um, the sun is out. I'm going to work on getting a better picture. But I, I was just kind of sorting the internet looking for a photo that I took. And it just takes me forever to go through Dropbox. So I Googled it. It was so sweet. I found somebody else who had gone to the show in 2013 and took a picture of that quilt of being one of their favorites. It was featured in like six of the quilts she loved. And she said some very nice things and it just melted my heart because it was like, yeah, and I was so hard on myself about that quilt. I really did that. And I'm very proud of that quilt. And, and it's inspiring me to get over the winter doldrums because that's what happens in February and March sometimes, even though, um, I don't think it's really more than just the winters because I've been motivated. I haven't lost my quilting mojo. It just sometimes I keep comparing myself to people who have skill levels that are super high. Doesn't mean that I won't get better. and doesn't mean I won't have days where I can't quilt anything in a manner that I'm happy with. Because I do all free motion. But I am going to spend the next couple of weeks until we meet again on the podcast really focusing on, yes, I really did that. Not did I really do that. I really did that. I would like to thank everybody for coming back and listening. If you are a longtime listener and new listeners, thank you for joining us. I would love to hear comments um, via the show notes, which is at my website, mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. Sometimes I also post videos on YouTube, which is my channel is called Vicki Holloway. I'm planning on doing a tutorial this week on an economy block because I've been obsessed with economy blocks and I totally love them. And I also am going to put out a newsletter probably in the next week. So if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, you can do that on the My Creative Corner 3 website. There is a tab at the top of the page that says sign up for my newsletter. I would love to have you on my list. I've been trying to give newsletter readers um, little incentives or free things that aren't available to the public. And currently what newsletter subscribers are getting is the PDF version of my New Beginnings Mystery Quilt. 
And we're wrapping it up. We have two more blocks and I'm going to have both of them posted prior to or on National Quilting Day, which happens to be March 17th, which happens to be St. Patrick's Day here in the United States. So I'm planning on having a weekend of lovely celebrations. So if you would love to be um, part of my subscribers, I only send two newsletters a month, a little bit of updates, a little bit of things that only newsletter subscribers can get. That would be great. I also have a You Can Help tab on my website. You can um, be a supporter of the podcast through a one-time donation through PayPal, or you can become a patron. And patrons, if you do $5 a month or more, you will get a thank you improv piece postcard. And my patron will be getting theirs this week. Um, I have the postcards made. I just haven't got to the post office yet. And overall, I am very, very thankful for all of the people who are listeners and for those who support me both through the patron page, PayPal, and just in kind words. Because sometimes it's that kind word that gets me through my work day to come home and create or prior to going to work, I create in the morning too. And I realize I really did that. And I'd like to share it with everybody like I did today. So thank you. I would like to say quilt on everyone. <laughs>